Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We're momming today with Kennedy. I didn't think for one second about this podcast because I just wanted to talk to you organically because I find you so interesting. Ooh, that's so exciting. I know, it really is. As she's typing on her BlackBerry, no, sorry, app, uh, iPhone because you can multitask. One has better to. Better than anybody else. And you want to talk about... That's not true. You multitask every day. Oh, I mess it up though. Like you no, are I doing 15 different things. Stuart is talking to you. You're bringing up numbers. Yeah. You've got data and research. And it's, then, it's and then he gets mad if I don't answer some questions because I'm like, sorry, I didn't even hear the question because I was reading something and mm-hmm. I, just, I just can't do both. But assimilating that information, I, someone <laughs> waved and I realized they're not waving at me. So I'm going to wave aggressively now. <gasps> Hi. I had said to you, Kennedy, um, what do you want to talk about? And you said other parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my biggest issue with parenting, to be completely honest. I mean, you know, I've got teenagers now, so you got to keep eyeballs on them and their friends. But don't you need the other parents to help you keep the eyeballs on them? Depends. Sometimes the other parents and I found this, this has been universal throughout different phases of parenting that like when you have good parents and you can make good mom friends, hold them tightly because it is so special. It is so priceless. What makes a good mom friend? Well, I'm so glad you asked that. Because yeah, I have a story to tell, but go ahead and answer. My, uh, <laughs> my daughters were in gymnastics for a long time, a lot of years, competitive gymnastics, USAG. Uh, it was very taxing, spent a lot of time in the gym and traveling to meets. And so you're, you're with the same parents. So we were at a gym that had three different branches in Manhattan. And so our branch happened to have really great, fun, easygoing happy moms. One of the other branches had frigid witches who were impossible to be around, who were also seat stealers at meets. And I was constantly having to run interference and be like, bro, those were our seats. You you saw us sit down like, no, you're not sitting here now. Seriously? Yeah. So there were, and, and it was funny because we wanted to start a reality show called Gymnastics Moms, like Dance Moms, because mm. uh, some of the moms like, we were a little wild. And when I say wild, like yeah, what we mean? would coordinate our spirits for meets. And I don't feel bad about it at all. If you're getting up at seven in the morning in Boston, guess what? We have mimosas. And so someone would bring the cups. Someone would bring the champagne. Someone else would bring the orange juice. And we had a delightful time every meet. But maybe the other moms just wanted to be included. Well, tough tetons. If you want to be included, be nice. That's a wonderful place to start. There was a really cool mom from another gym named Joan. And I was like... It's her real name. I would, I would see her... We're not disguising names. We don't have to disguise anything. I would see her all the time and be like, what's up, Joan? Finally, after a couple of years, she came up to me and she goes, you know my name's Kate, right? And I was like, yeah, I, you don't even look like a Joan. I said, I don't know where that came from, and I'm sorry. And to this day, she's in my phone as Kate slash Joan. So I know. Swim moms are nicer, in my experience thus far. 
You guys spent a lot of time in the pool, though. Jeez, I'm just learning. Yeah. I, was, I wasn't That's like as much time as gymnastics. Mm-hmm. It's wild. It's four days a week yep. for like little kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I. Anyway. So if I, So I what's your clueless. mom friend story? Here's my mom friend story. Um, so I like my daughter to have nice friends. Quality friends. Oh, really? I love mine to have garbage yeah, teenage ha- prostitute but friends. But have you noticed that... And they're all little, so it's hard to tell. But who your kids gravitate towards, you're like, oh, I didn't like that I saw that. I didn't like this. And you make excuses. It's fine. They're little. We all learn. But then you see enough and you're like, okay, I need to steer so-and-so in a new direction. Mm -hmm. And this had happened. the, The one I was steering from... I was actually close with the parents. Oh, yeah. So I had to do it very... There's been no issues That's, whatsoever. It's a tightrope, man. It, it was done secretly. And then we kind of did a 180 where the kid now is friends with a very nice girl and the parents are a little... Mm. And the mom just says way too much to me. Yeah. And I don't say anything back because we have to go through all of school together and I don't want any trouble. I'll keep my lips, my mouth shut. But it, it's overbearing. And it has stepped over me and checked in with the teacher at times. Oh, yeah, we had one of those. It's like, dude, it's ongoing. And this just this gets was worse. A, a bleed through from one activity to school, and it there was there was bullying involved and um, a level of inappropriateness. And uh, she's lucky I didn't see her. That's all I can say because I, I would have had a she, very frank conversation with her. So you approach those moms. I don't approach them. Because I'm not going to create animosity, but if someone messes with me or my child and they say something to me, good luck to you. How would you handle it? And because this person, I think they did and do mean well. It was just, it was just a little yeah, bit but too much in parenting style. It was too extensive. Yeah, me. and there, there are. See, you and I are both busy. We're busy. I don't got time for this. We, we, exactly. Like, I don't have time for anything. Like, I do my damnedest to get all the things done that I have to get done in a day. You know, let alone the curveballs that come up when there's an extra recital or a dessert to be made or someone's sick. Like, I'm busy enough. I do not have time or energy to manufacture anything. But if there are parents who especially, you know, it tends to be moms, I'm not being sexist, I'm stating a fact, who work part-time, who get so involved in their kids' lives and their kids' personal lives. And that's what I mean when I say parents are the hardest part. Other parents are the hardest part of parenting. Like people who don't let their kids be and... Or let them figure it out. Yeah. Because we're talking little girls who are both nice well-raised children, they'll figure it out. Maybe a little intervention here and there, a little guidance, but this mom stepped right in. I didn't like it. Anyway, my yeah, story's and over. Always, I'll, I'll tell you off, off air, always, I'll tell you There the are always going to be people like that. I'm not confrontational. That's my problem. You don't have to be confrontational. But if someone confronts you, you know, have a few lines at the ready. Like if, <laughs> if this mom makes a mistake of confronting me, she she emotionally will not survive. How old are the girls now, your girls? 14 and 17. Ooh. Have you, legit question, have you, how do you check in with their mental health? And then have you actually asked them, have you considered suicide? I've never asked them if they've considered suicide. Isn't that such a direct, uncomfortable question? Yeah, but You're apparently I, supposed to ask your kids that now. Okay. Um, I don't know who's dictating parental questions. I don't necessarily <laughs> agree with that one. I check in with them constantly. I check in with them in a number of ways. I'm annoying. <laughs> I badger them and I tell them. I need examples. I mean, I'm they're, learning. They're, I'm, I should be taking notes. But there are, there are two things. One is 
I tell them constantly, I'm not your friend. I'm your mom. Good. I'm not here to be cool. You don't have to like. But you are cool. They don't think that. And that's fine. You're not supposed to. And the other one is the meme that said, if she weren't the most annoying person in the world, would she really be your mom? And that's how I feel. I dance in public. I sing in public. My children are often mortified, but they know that I'm joyful. And at some point they'll look back and go, yeah, that was pretty fun. I'm not going to lie. Begrudgingly. Describe your day. It depends on the day. Um, it depends if I have other things going on at Fox, um, like say an outnumbered day, I will get up. I will make sure the girls are good. They get themselves off to school. They do not want any intervention in the morning, which is fine. What about their outfits? Uh, it, they're, my older one, she is in a sweatshirt phase, which is great. Yeah. Sometimes on the weekend, she gets out of the sweatshirt phase and I tell her, if I ever see you wear that again, I will wear that in public, wherever you are, and I will post about it. And she's like, you wouldn't. I'm like, try me. Wait till you see how horrible I look in a bandeau top holding a sign that says, I'm your mom following you around. It's never happened. I love it. But the, the, the threat is real. Um, but yeah, you have less and less control the older they get. So, you know, my friend compared it to a funnel. The funnel is that it's widest when they're at their youngest. And that's when all the information gets in. The older they get, the funnel narrows until at the very end, you really, you just, you hope that you get a nugget or two in there. So it's like, you really have to lay the foundation early and hope for the best. And every once in a while, my girls will say, remember that one time you told me to always wear shoes in a car in case we're in a car accident and we have to walk or run away from the car? That stuck with me. I don't even remember telling them that, but I'm glad I did. I love when they throw your own words back at you. Yeah. Oh. We're mommy today. More right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back on Mommy today with Kennedy, and um, I just consider you a ray of sunshine Aww. and honesty. I really do. You're so sweet, <laughs> and you don't pretend you don't pretend to be the perfect parent or to have all the no. answers. And that is so refreshing. Yeah, it's so refreshing. And you know it's messy. And I just try to, I literally try to survive every single day. Yeah, and anyone who and I'm alone a lot of the says time. the opposite. Like I don't believe them. I went into a TV executive's house. They had four boys. And all their furniture was white. And I was like, what, do you, what point are you proving? That you don't have fun? Like, what? why would you try and have this perfect white canvas life? When childhood, like, I, I made a decision when I had kids that I was never going to get expensive furniture because I don't want to care if my dog chews up lipstick and it gets all over the rug. I don't want to care. See, I respect that, but I'm the TV executive. You're, <sighs> because because I say this in my well, they have their basement that they can mess that's that great. up, and they have. Although I did put a white rug down there or a beige rug, destroyed during yeah. COVID, but that's fine because we knew we were making that mistake when we did it. But I like to tell myself that I'm training them like dogs to eat in certain places and to, you know, or maybe making them neurotic. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. 
<laughs> that is very true. Oh my God, my parents. So, oh my God, they'll never watch this so I can say this. My one brother who moved far, far away is married to my sister-in-law and their kids are raised very differently. You know, where you can just eat whatever you want, wherever you want, and just leave the garbage there, wherever it is, in any part of the house. And my parents, I can't believe I'm saying this, are actually having them for the first time because they don't, they have three kids, they're all young, they haven't wanted to fly across the country. They're going to stay at my parents' house next weekend, actually. And my parents are literally scared Mm -hmm. about their house. Mm -hmm. That's right. They don't care about their grandkids. They'd rather go there and mess up their their house several times a Once year. Once you get to a certain age and you have your things and you have your things just so, and we know that takes time. It takes time to have a system, but you have systems in place when your kids have been out of the house for a long time. And they have their and their systems are about to be violated. So and it's it's gonna it's gonna take a moment for them to realize what's happening in real time and then for them to recover. I would get them a mental health app now. I should videotape this weekend. They're little. They're. I. I can't say they're not excited, but they're. They're definitely worried about what their house is going to look like yeah. after my brother and his kids come in yeah, for a week. Absolutely, they're going to descend whole like new set of rules. Yep, this is amazing. Have you had the drug conversation with your daughters? And what is it? Many times. How does that go? And when I say did you don't start? ever put anything in your body that you don't get from a store or a dispensary. So you're not saying don't do drugs. I'm, I'm, I tell them it's much better if you don't do drugs. It is much better if you go through life knowing what's happening to you. And I tell them never put yourself in a position where you don't have any wherewithal. Always make sure you are with someone and you can get home. That is critical. Isn't it scary? Even that- my mom told my oldest daughter, she's like, you're going to go to college. Don't ever put your beer down and don't ever let someone else get you a drink. Always get your own drink, make your own drink and keep a beer with you. And she said, you should drink beer because you can hold it, you can open it, and you know what's in it. That's a different type of parenting because it's it's saying, look, I, I get it. I know it happens. Bad things are probably going to happen, but you need to act in certain ways to mitigate that. So yeah, drink, but this is how you're going to drink. If you're going to experiment with drugs... I don't drugs, tell them to drink. I tell them, I hope you don't drink. And, yeah. and you've but got your whole you life do. to be an adult. So you don't start now. I tell them that stuff all the time. I but am- I'm... I've had people who've had addiction problems in my family. I've had friends who have died of overdoses and suicide because of drugs. I, I know the reality and I tell them that. You know, I have a friend who walked in and found his son dead because he and his buddies from school did a couple of lines of cocaine. They'd never done it before. Didn't matter. It was laced with fentanyl. And, and his life is shattered. And, you know, it's like, I know... A woman who was doing cocaine, three people died. She has brain damage. And, you know, it's like these things happen. You tell your girls about that? Yeah, absolutely. Do you think it, it is really scaring them, though? It's hard to tell. You know, it's hard to tell because oftentimes teenagers are stone-faced. But that's why, like, I don't go by their reactions. I go by the informa- information that they require that I, as a parent, am morally obligated to give them. Give me some more tips in general. I mean, it's it's teenagers. This is one of the most fascinating things that a mom told me when my oldest was a toddler. And she said, remember how she is now because their brains are organizing similarly in adolescence. So how they are at three is how they will be at 13 in terms of I'm screwed temperament and tantrums. Oh, I'm screwed. And I, I found that with both my girls to be very true. And also 
teenagers, that's not the time to take your foot off the gas. And a lot of parents think that like, oh, you know, they're in high school or they're driving. Like, ah, I can take a powder. That is when you have to be there for them constantly. And they are like cats. Like they only come out every once in a while when they need you. But you have to be there when they need you. When they seek you out, when they need reassurance, when they need to bounce something off of you, when they're troubled by something, when they come out. And it's like you have to be there for teenagers as much as toddlers, truly. But but how how are you there for them without annoying them? Or I do annoy them. Oh, I'm fine with annoying. Say, yeah, them. you're their mom, not their friend. Yeah, no, I annoy them and I hector them and I badger them, and then when it's too much, I back off. But and how do then you know it's back too much? Because they they get moody. <laughs> they t- they believe me. It's like a <laughs> rattlesnake. They let you know when they coil. That's when you take your hand out of the terrarium. Have I find myself apologizing to my kids frequently lately? Um, like okay. They come home with all this like artwork and schoolwork, and I throw it away when they're not looking. Really? Well, I, we have a wall. They each have um, they each have this uh, board in our kitchen, and that's where we put some stuff up mm-hmm. on. You should frame some stuff. I, we frame some stuff, nice, and we do keep some stuff for mm-hmm. the special bin that we're going to keep forever. But like, I got to clean up. So I, but they catch me. Yeah, and my daughter. Um, well, actually, I got caught twice yesterday, <laughs> two different times. Um, my son came home with this glittered bunny, and the glitter was everywhere, so I threw it out. And this morning when I got up from work, it was out on the counter. Oh, the glitter fell mm-hmm. off of it. Yep. But last night, so that's what I woke up to this morning, but last night when we were going to bed, my daughter said, Mom, where is that sign that I made? You threw it out, didn't you? Oh. I know, I felt terrible. Mm-hmm. She's like, Mom, why are you always throwing out all of my stuff? And I just looked at her, I said, Honey, I made a mistake. I'm really, really sorry. I know you don't like when I do that. Sometimes I think we can't keep everything, but that mommy, like, I'm very sorry that was important to you. Yeah. And I think it's good to apologize do when time. you've done something wrong. <laughs> I do too. And I, I say, like, that was my bad. That's on me. I'm sorry. I screwed up because I want them to know that human beings, especially adults, are not perfect. And when you do something, don't make excuses. Apologize and move on. Yeah. So I should keep their stuff forever? No, but I, I keep a lot of stuff. I keep more stuff than I should. You live in an apartment. I know. Where does it really go? Like it. Bins, <laughs> boxes. <laughs> nice bins, though. Last bins. year, my daughter kept every single worksheet she took home from kindergarten mm-hmm. that she started hiding it over her, under her bed in a box. Mm-hmm. Like, the thing because was she huge. knows you're going to throw it away. Exactly. It was overflowing, and I threw that away when she wasn't looking. Oh. You want me to keep... A huge box every year of worksheets? No, but you need to honor that she wants to keep some of that stuff. Okay, besides framing some of it, saving some of it, and putting some of it on the bulletin board, yeah, how do I find honor your favorite that? things and keep some folders? I do that. Like, I'll go through and I'm like, no, this is stupid. But there are other things where I'm like, this is amazing. Like, I will want to go back and revisit this one day. I'll keep more of it. Yeah. Or at least hide the trash better. And then at some point, they don't want to go to theme parks. So and oh, that's, that's like refreshing. a light switch. Disney World is like my worst nightmare and it has been for years. Yeah, so I had to beg my youngest and her friend to go to California Adventure last week. And then after, an, and first we got there and they're like, yeah, we're going to go off on our own. I was like, but I mean, you don't have any money. And she was like, oh no, Ava's got a credit card. We're fine. Stop it. Yeah, and so they left. And then an hour later, she's like, can we leave? I'm like, absolutely not. This is a good question. Do you question. know how much I paid for these tickets? You are sta- You are riding at least three rides. And they did. Yeah. How do you what, how do you do the money thing with them? In terms of? Uh, do they have a credit card? No. God, no. 
I no. know. So, but you give them money, uh, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I know several young children who, I mean, maybe. I mean, a credit I'd card. I'd say 12, no, 12 and up. They have credit my cards. My oldest has a bank account that has a debit card associated with it. Okay. So she gets money in there, but once that's gone, the debit card does not work. Okay. So they're budgeted on a debit card. Yes. Yeah. And how do you. That's all you get. You want to spend it on nails and miniskirts? That's fine. You're not going to have money for movies or concert tickets or meals. What's the right number to put on these? It depends. Cards? I don't know. Like, I don't know what some people do. Things are so expensive. I know. And you want to be able, you want them to be able to get somewhere if God forbid something happens. That's the thing. You don't want to leave them stranded. No. Do they know what cash is? Like, I feel like I would, I would probably do what you did, the debit card. Thing, oh, they love say, cash. Here's oh, yeah. 10 cash or $20. Ooh, yeah. Keep this bill, yeah. no matter what you do, with you at all times. See, I got them each a $25 Visa card, and I was like, keep this in your wallet. Okay. Because if something happens, you can get a cab out of danger. Okay, that's a good. That's a very good point, too. What else? Um, I, I have potassium iodide in the apartment in case there's a nuclear attack. <laughs> that's true. And I have packets of water. And survival food, gluten-free survival food. Are they gluten-free? I am. Yeah, I know you yeah. are. No, but I got to eat too. Got to keep my energy up. <laughs> Save the world. Kennedy, what are you working on now? Um, that's a great question. Healing from my hip surgery. Wait, you had hip surgery? Yes, I had a torn labrum. And they wait, wait, when did you tear. have hip surgery? November. How long is it going to take? Well, it's we're getting there. You know, it's like I'm back to running 40 minutes at a time. Okay. It's so like two days ago, I rode the bike for 30 minutes and ran for 40 minutes. Yesterday, I did Pilates for 45 minutes and I swam for a half hour. So we're, we're getting back in there. What caused that? Running? Yeah. Just years of triathlon. I have hip issues, but pregnancy. Yep. Oh, geez. So if you need a surgeon, I've got a good one. Okay, what else are you working on? Oh, just, you know, getting rad constantly, thinking of places to travel. Your podcast? My podcast, Kennedy Saves the World. When can, where can, how can we hear it? Spotify, Fox News Podcasts, Apple. What do you talk you about podcasts? on it? We save the world. So this week I talked to Dana Perino about ways to cope when you're having a hard time. Talked to Kat Timpf about her uh, ostomy bag that she had and when she had her small intestine living outside of her body for five weeks and the mishaps with that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I talked about the rat czar in New York and how... Rat ladies are worse than cat ladies. What's a rat lady? The lady from PETA who says that rats are better than people and more sensitive. Oh, okay, gotcha. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. We have so much more to cover. We'll have to sit down for another podcast. Kennedy, thanks for coming. Oh, your show, your TV show. Oh, yes. Uh, weeknights, <laughs> 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 in the West. Fox Monday Business. Monday through Thursday on Fox Business. Listen ad-free with the Fox News Podcasts Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music app or just hit the follow button on your favorite podcast player. Love you. I love you, too. You're amazing. <laughs> this is Jimmy Fallon, inviting you to join me for Fox Across America, where we'll discuss every single one of the Democrats' dumb ideas. Just kidding. It's only a three-hour show. Listen live at noon Eastern or get the podcast at foxacrossamerica.com. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.